Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Connecticut Masters Golf. I'm your boy, Ron Newkirk, coming here from the Lefty Lounge. Uh, we are a couple days late, long Memorial Day weekend for, for uh, your boy here. We had some golf. We had a lot of yard work, uh, some good weather. It was uh, a really great weekend. I hope all you guys had uh, equally as good of a weekend. A lot to talk about this match. Oh, whew. Or this episode, I mean. The, I got the match on the brain. That's what we're talking about. Um, hopefully all of you saw it. If you haven't, go out there and uh, get a bootleg copy of it because it was fucking incredible, honestly. Um, but I don't want to get too far into that. Um, we have a special call-in from, uh, from our rules official, from the Connecticut Masters rules official. A quick little snippet that will bring us into the match. Um, but right now, I would like to recap a little bit of our golf on Sunday. Uh, absolutely beautiful day. It was a two-man event. Uh, me and my partner looked absolutely stunning on the course. Uh, we had team uniforms. I was, uh, in fact, um, partners with said rules official. Um, I, I think I mentioned that in the last pod that we are taking the underdog. And... Uh, yeah, I don't have much more to say about our round than uh, we just, we weren't the ham and egg that we thought. We looked great, absolutely. I mean, had them white shorts. Um, mine were a little off-white, but uh, gray vest, pink shirt. Like, just, we were popping out there. A beautiful sunny day. Um, opened up. <laughs> I keep my, I have these demon holes, and it's number 10 is mine. Uh, cannot fucking another perfect drive didn't chunk it on the second shot this time but I flew the green um, ended up sick getting a six a double and um, yeah Hammy didn't do better so we had to actually score a six in the first hole um, that pretty much set the tone for our whole match we didn't uh, I came back fired a birdie and then a, a hot stretch and went par 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 Brought us to the 15th hole um, where things just got out of hand. Um, yeah, the driver wasn't working for me. Um, Brian is working on things. Um, definitely uh, definitely wasn't our best showing. But um, I don't have really, really much to say about us. However, uh, our <laughs> the Masters champ was on one. This kid was playing some fucking golf today. Or, not today, obviously. Um, he was playing some golf on Sunday. The kid started off three under through three holes. So, yeah, birdied three holes in a row. Um, the first and second, which is 10 and 11, obviously, we, I, I keep... Uh, we start on the back nine now, so 10 and 11 are, are pretty simple holes, um, especially with Brett's length. Uh, yeah, his putter was just rolling. Um, had he, he sunk two, probably 10 to 12 footers. The one on 11 was uh, downhill, a little bender at the end. I had the same exact putt. Um, I think if he didn't make that putt, I probably wouldn't have birdied that hole either. Um, but then the the 12th hole is an incredibly hard par three. One of the toughest holes on the course. 
about 185. It wasn't too windy, but still um, kind of like a false front um, and really nowhere to go on the right. Pretty open on the left, um, but he stuck it to another maybe 12 feet and he maybe even closer, eight feet. I forget if it was that close, but I, his putter was rolling. Um, so, yeah, he played really well. Uh, he shot an 81. However, that did not do how he played justice. Um, he had a nine and a seven on two holes, and that pretty much brought his, his score to where it was. But I thought, I mean, the whole day I figured he was going to be in the 70s. Um, I pretty positive. What was he even? He shot even on the on the first nine, and then I believe he bo he was one over. I think he bogeyed or he might have been even through ten. And then we got to hole number two, uh, which is a difficult hole, but boy did he ruin a great round. Um, hits one just duck hooks her left um and then tries to hit like a blind shot over the trees which he can do i mean he knows the course we all know the course so can get away with stuff like that but um ends up fanning one out to the right and it kind of gets on the wood line um i talked to him after the round and i said that maybe he should have thought of just dropping it from there but um tough to do after you've already lost a ball so um, he ends up hitting it out of the woods, lands right in the bunker, takes a few hacks out of there, and needless to say, he goes uh, ends up with a nine. Um, handled it pretty well. I'm sure he was fuming, um, but we were all pulling for him. I still, I, I still thought he could get in the 70s, um, but he's he's gonna be there soon. The following day, the uh, couple, I think, who was it? Hammy and Brett, Shaw, and then uh, another guy went to the Lynx at Unionville, and uh, Brett shot an 80 there. So the kid's firing. Um, I think he put in a petition to play the Masters this coming weekend, but it got declined by the rest of us because he is so hot. Um, yeah, just not going to happen. So, uh, so, yeah, that was kind of our recap. Um Mark, I'm not gonna. Uh, yeah, we won't talk about Mark because he he'll he'll come on in a, a couple. But um, he didn't have the best day. Uh, Dave though is is starting to make strides. I think he shot a 107, which he is pretty comfy in that 100 to 110 range. Um, not as many blow up holes. Seemed to be rolling the rock a little bit better. Um, and just a, his game was just a little tighter. It seemed like. Uh, Seemed like everybody was kind of getting back into the swing of things. So hopefully we can all start um, piecing them together a little bit better. Uh, as for my play, the driver wasn't as consistent as last week. Um, it, hard to do. I was pipe city last week. Um, I am feeling more comfortable off the tee. So the couple that I did miss were frustrating is what it is. Um, I grinded out there, shot an 89. So I'm still, still floating around, uh, my handicap. So yeah, that's about it for our round. Um, so let's, uh, I think right now we'll just 
take it over to, to the ham steak and uh, and he can bring us into the match. Hey, Ron. Brian Hamilton here. First time, long time. Just got a, uh, just want to see what your uh, reaction was to the match, too. Uh, what was your top five moments of the match? And what was your overall thoughts uh, of the sequel compared to the original one last year? Yeah, let me know if uh, what you think. Thanks for the call in, big man. Um... I think the first thing we'll get into the the top five uh, moments because boy do I have a lot of them. Uh, very excited about this match, but I think a good segue um, to start is is kind of comparing this one to the last one. Um, the biggest difference in this I saw is that they kind of obviously they added Peyton and Tom, which which made a big difference having four people. Um, a lot more shots. We saw a lot more golf which is what everybody wanted to see. Um, I think they realized that the people watching this are golf fans and they want to see the golf. And I love, I just absolutely loved how they let that happen. Um, the announcers did a great job, which we'll get into. Um, but that's the biggest takeaway from what I had is that they, there was a lot more golf. It wasn't based on the betting and all that stuff and the banter. Um, they, they, there was so much forced shit talking in the first one that it was like, it was almost scripted. Um, them walking too, I think was a big difference in the first one. Having those cart cams, the cart cams were sick. Um, just, I mean, I cannot wait to get into everything. Um, but yeah, the biggest takeaway from, from both of them are just that, they just they showed more golf and it was just a better all all around experience. Um, so the first real thing that I wanted to talk about uh, leading into this is is the announcing that played a huge part and a huge difference in this match. Uh, Brian Anderson um, filled in for Ernie Johnson, um, who I don't know if everybody saw this, but he did the zoom call with all four of those guys where, where the, a little bit of the shit talking went on before. Um, obviously, um, if you saw it, you saw the touching thing that why Ernie declined. Um, he has a special needs child who has a lung deficiency and just wasn't willing to risk anything for that, which how can you blame him? Um, that little clip was very touching. Um, but yeah, Brian Anderson filled in great. Uh, Trevor Immelman, great. And obviously, Charles Barkley. He was a star of the show. Um, those were the three in the booth. Um, the the on-course announcers, too. Justin Thomas, come on. He was amazing. He could... He. It sucks that the best on-course uh, announcer is a professional golfer. And he just blew... Every on-course reporter out of the water. I know it's different context and different everything, but he was amazing. And Amanda Balionis, she was awesome too. Um, they all killed it. I think uh, one of the biggest takeaways from this is that they just let them do their thing. Like, 
the, in the beginning, when they're all on the tee box and they're listening to Samuel L., you didn't hear anybody except for Samuel L. Jackson and those four guys. They did the announcements. You heard them kind of talking. You could feel the anxiousness from Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, who, which is incredible because they're in front of millions of people in the biggest stages of football. But you take them out of their comfort zone and, and you could visibly see that, uh, that they were both nervous. Um, it was very cool to see Tom Brady nervous because um, personally I'm not the biggest fan of him, uh, big San Francisco 49er fan. And uh, the fact that he took the goatness away from Joe Montana is rude and I dislike him. However, um, I was the way everything turned out was great. Um, Tom clearly lied about his handicap um, but we'll get into that as well. Um, as far as the announcers go, um, some of the banter between uh, Charles Barkley and Justin Thomas, that was one of my favorite things. JT told him to uh, that his fat ass couldn't dunk right now. Like it was just, it caught, I think it caught everyone off guard. Um, if you haven't seen it, Tiger hit a nasty bunker shot. And uh, Justin just said, like, wow, in these conditions, it being rainy and, and the sand is so wet, to hit that kind of bunker shot is amazing. And and Chuck just said some kind of stupid, well, you know, he is a pro golfer. I wouldn't get all excited if I saw somebody dunk or, uh, or an old pro basketball player dunk. And then JT comes back with, I, I, your fat ass couldn't dunk right now even if you tried or some, you know, something like that. That was uh, very, very funny. Um, and just, I mean, Trevor Immelman, he was awesome too. I mean, they they just realized that less is more. It was, all we wanted to see is the golf and, and let those guys be mic'd up. And that's exactly what they did. Everything was so perfect. Like to the phone calls, Brooks Kepka called in. They didn't hang on too long. Like, um, I, I hate to compare it to the Taylor made one because it's not even a comparison. They did, they blew it out of the water. Um, granted, all these are for charity, so I said this last time. Um, but Brooks didn't hang around like Bill Murray, and Russell Wilson didn't hang around like Donald Trump. And then the phone call, you know what I'm saying? They every, everything was like a perfect amount of time to say, okay, well, you know, I didn't really need to see a Rod, but he donated a hundred thousand dollars or whatever. And he wasn't there for that long. They went right back to the, uh, the action. The other thing that the announcers did or didn't do, which was awesome is tell you, okay, here's tiger woods for a birdie. We know we're watching. They like, they, they didn't cut back in and say, Oh, and this is their second shot out of here. It's like, we're following these guys. You don't need to, to keep, it's not like a, a live coverage event where you're flipping from 15 different uh, PGA guys. There's four guys on the fucking course. We know what's going on, you know? I hated that about the TaylorMade thing. These guys did a perfect job. Um, I thought Trevor Immelman with Tom Brady. Uh, Brady hit it out of bounds and didn't know how to drop from the hazard. So, like, it was very cool to see Tom interact with Immelman and like kind of look in the screen and be like, okay, bud, what do I have to do? Like, what is this? And Immelman just talking him through that. And then they get right back to the golf. 
everything was so perfect and the announcers they couldn't have had better people um just yeah it was awesome um another takeaway i mean we can get kind of into the players um obviously in the start um i I wanted to just touch on samuel l um his intros were pretty funny uh i think he nailed that um (laughs) Just seeing their smile, he kind of like broke the ice, and then they were off. Um, and that first tee shot, I mean, those guys, everybody except Tiger got exposed. Um, Peyton and Brady weren't even close to the fairway. Tiger obviously piped it. He played really well. Um, and Phil, it took Phil like whole nine holes to start really crushing. Um, but those guys, I mean, they all did great too. Tiger really didn't talk that much. Phil kind of did his own thing. The the Phil thing, just fucking overanalyzing everything. But even that worked. Like, sometimes, like, doing that to somebody kind of pisses them off. And they won't, but Tom Brady just kind of took to it, and it, and it worked. I mean, as far as the golf went, it was a very good match. Um, looked a little one-sided, but then Phil and Brady kind of came back and made a, uh, they made a lot of par putts. Uh, Phil made that one birdie putt for to have the hole that that Peyton did, um, or Peyton got a stroke on that hole. Uh, he ends up birdieing, which I mean that was a huge putt. Um, Brady with that eagle putt. Um, Brady with that hole out. Um, yeah, as far as Brady, he he did not look good at all until about the he holed out on the seventh. And it was like, he was like the quietest one through the whole damn thing because he was just getting blown the fuck up on Twitter. And everyone, after he, I, God, I loved that thing. It was the seventh hole, for those who haven't seen it, seventh hole, he literally looks like a freaking 22 handicap at, at this point. Couldn't find a fairway, couldn't chip, couldn't pot. I mean, it was so funny to see him like turn around and like do the, the one, two, three, four, like on his finger, like we've all been there. And I loved seeing that Tom fucking Brady, the best quarterback in the history of football is doing the same damn thing that I'm doing on a course. Um, really cool to see. Uh, and then it got real bad with the banter because Charles Barkley, uh, got his attention and was like, Hey man, I want a piece of you. I'm going to give you strokes. Like, if anybody knows how bad Charles Barkley is, that's kind of a slap in the face to uh, to Mr. Brady. So he goes, he lines up, I think he had a little over 100 yards on the seventh hole for par, and he ends up freaking hitting a beautiful shot, sucks it back right into the freaking cup. It was amazing. And then he just says, suck on that, Chuck. And like, <laughs> oh my God, it was just, ev- all everything was so great about this freaking match. Um that was that was huge, um, and Brady Brady actually really is a good putter. Um, he looked, except for that one that he blew past on seventeen, but um, or sixteen, whichever one that was, he uh, he putt pretty well for that little stretch. Um, like I said, they made a good run. Uh, Phil was being Phil. I think uh, one of the best comments that he made was. Uh, it was the the first long drive hole, 
and he was first off and he was talking, he's like, I got, I had my coffee, I got my calves activated and we're just going to get up here and rip. And the camera kind of pans over to Tiger and he just shakes his head. He's like, that's what I got to deal with every time I play with this guy. Like <laughs> he was, Tiger was like so calm and collective and, and Phil was just being Phil. Um, very funny. He had a lot of a little one, one liners that I'm probably going to use for the rest of the year. Um, he kept saying tasty a lot, like, Ooh, that's tasty, uh, or tasteful. <laughs> I enjoy that. Um, at one point he just looked into the camera and he was like, that was salty. Uh, probably going to use that too. Um, and then the famous delayed sauce, um, I think going back to Hammy, uh, the delayed sauce <laughs> might be, is definitely in the top five. Um, definitely. I don't think I have an order because everything was kind of so great, but delayed sauce was definitely in there. Uh, I really enjoyed the Trevor Immelman thing with, with Brady and him. So that's in there. Um, I think Justin Thomas as a whole person, just everything he said is in the top five. So I'm going to have to look for a couple more things um, to fill out that top five. But that's a that's a solid, um, solid first three. Uh, I haven't even really I haven't even gotten into the conditions. Uh, how much better would this have been if it wasn't pouring down rain? Uh, literally poured the whole time. There were breaks where it wasn't raining, but I still think it was kind of raining. So like, but. Kudos to the medalist course and the superintendents and all those people for, um, and like the whole crew, the audio crew, you kept seeing people like changing, uh, all their earpieces and all that stuff. Like they had their jobs probably got so much harder because of that rain. Um, but the course, my God, the course was amazing to be, to be tapping those pots like they were. And, uh, in, I mean, it had to, it had to rain three inches just through the whole thing. Um, for it to be that quick and like, I, I remember, I think it was on the 17th hole tiger's drive was piped down the middle and it bounced so high. If it rained like that, even the Friday before we played on a Sunday at Candlewood, you would be plugging and like incredible, like I know that they're completely different courses, a award winning world renowned course compared to our local public course, but just putting it into context, it was incredible how fast the putts were going and, and how well the ball was moving. And like, it didn't seem like they were, it didn't seem like the, the wetness was bothering them. It was, it was just the more of the rain coming down. Um, really incredible. Um, I think another thing that might make the top five is the one club hole that they did. Um, really cool idea. The only thing I disliked about that is that I think they could have done it for probably a little bit longer. Maybe if they did like two or three holes, um, that would have been cool. Um, cause it kind of just went and it came and went so fast that you kind of, I kind of missed it. Like I know that I know that Tiger took a four iron and handled the hole beautifully. Six uh Phil had a six iron. Um I forget what the 
the uh, the football players did, but it was a pros. I feel like the front nine was was all the it was pro versus pro anyway. Um, if they the alt shot thing was way better. Um, I don't think they could have ever expected that to happen, and and do an eighteen. I think eighteen holes of it would have been too much. I don't know where they could have went wrong or tried to fix that. Like, but the best ball was pretty much. I think the only way to fix the best ball is to give the the um, Brady and Peyton more strokes. I think they only had two strokes given to them on the front nine, um, which is not enough. They can't, you know, even even a scratch player is not going to compete with, with Tiger and Phil on best ball. That's just the way it is. Those guys are probably playing at, like, plus sixes, um, so they're giving six strokes to a scratch golfer, which is stupid. Um, yeah, just the whole thing was amazing. I have it recorded, and I'll probably watch it again. Um, yeah. We can we can actually kind of extend this because I'd like to hear what everybody else's thoughts were on this. Um, if you want to call in and, and do voice messages and just tell me your favorite thing, I'm sure I'm leaving a million things out. I know um, there was a, a JT comment to Brady about the Falcons, which was pretty funny. Um, oh, God. I can't let this one go. Um, <laughs> Barkley almost got kicked off of national television, I think. Uh, he said, Tiger hit one off the tee, and he just said, oh, man, he looks just like me. And, like, he paused for a bit, and then he goes, he's black. <laughs> and then, you, then there was, like, a silent pause, and it's like, oh, my God, how are people going to take that? Um, obviously took it well, <laughs> but... What a what a great freaking comment! <laughs> so funny. Um, I left out that Tom Brady split his pants too. That was wild. Um, I mean, there's just so much, so much to take in. Uh, at the end of it, obviously, Tiger and um, and Peyton took it. Um, well deserved. They were nails the whole day. Like I said, Phil and Tom started to come back. And, and, I mean, overall, it was just a great match. I don't think it could have been possibly better golf, um, battling-wise. So that's pretty much my take. Um, to fill in... Oh, man. To fill in the top five, the five, top five moments, I'll probably add that the carts were probably... One of my favorite things is the cart cams. I think that really helped fill in some time. That's another uh, difference between the the one and the two. Uh, is the carts. You know, there wasn't awkward walking. I feel like there was just... Yeah, there was four of them, but they were getting their ball quicker. And another thing, those fucking carts were so fast. Like, the fastest carts I've ever seen in my life... I don't know if that was just me or what, but it seemed like those fuckers were flying, like just ripping around. Um, but yeah, that was that's another of my favorite. I think that's four. Um, and I think, I don't know. I just think I'd have to give it to, what did I say? The fat ass comment. Or no, I gave it to JT. 
man, what I do, what I do. I think, yeah, maybe that black, that black uh, comment. That was pretty damn funny. To round out that top five is definitely, definitely Charles Barkley and that black comment. I mean, that was just so can't. Some of the things just caught you off guard. And it was so damn funny. Um, it was a great, great way to end Memorial Day to watch that. Um, I finished it up on Tuesday night. That's why we are recording on a Wednesday. And uh, yeah, so if you have anything to add, what your favorite parts were, or if you have anything that you want to talk about, how's your game going? Um, if you want to get on the show, just get at me. You can um, get at me at Instagram or uh, most of you have my phone number. But um, as we're finishing up this episode, we are um, an international podcast now. Um, and shout out to Ireland, England, and Germany. We are we are now across the sea. Um, it'd be really cool to hear from uh, some of you guys, especially the Irish boys. I am. Uh, I don't think I've ever said this, but I am a red-haired, uh, very pasty white skin Irish boy myself. So uh, yeah, hearing from any of you would be a treat. Um, yeah. So anybody call in, that'd be cool. Uh, we're gonna, that's it for what I got to talk about, about the match. It was awesome. Um, would love to watch it again. Uh, I don't know where they're going to go from here uh, to make it better, but we'll see. Um, as far as next week, I just got a new putter grip that I'm staring at right now in the lefty lounge. Uh, I'm going to be rolling it. Uh, we are all boycotting the Candlewood Valley Country Club Men's League for this week. Um, they're kind of doing some bullshit two-day event, and uh, not everybody can make it, so we decided to go to um, one of the spotlighted courses uh, in the episode Courses for Horses uh, in Gillette Ridge, Arnold Palmer Design. So we will be there on Sunday. Uh, hopefully I can get some on-course reviews and on-course statements of the course. Um, and how we shoot. We also are, are going to be playing some sort of betting game. Uh, there's seven of us right now. Hopefully by the, by the Sunday we can get an eighth. Um, but yeah, that was our week. So hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, stay safe out there and we'll see you next week.